Welcome to Mouselinius, where we'll discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies, and everything in between with a special Disney recipe every week. This week we are talking about the Walt Disney World holiday treats in the parks. And on to the news. Disney's Hollywood Studios has introduced a new virtual queue process for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance that began on November 3rd, 2020. Guests with a valid ticket or annual pass and a Disney Park Pass reservation for Disney's Hollywood Studios will be able to access the virtual queue system and check in for an available boarding group starting at 7 a.m. on the day of their park reservation. This can be done before you leave your Disney Resort Hotel or wherever else nearby you might be at the time. The virtual queue will reopen daily at 2 p.m. for anyone who wasn't able to join a boarding group earlier in the day. Guests must be inside Disney's Hollywood Studios to access the second virtual queue opportunity, and access to a boarding group is subject to availability and not guaranteed. Disney says that it's hoping this new approach will make a day at Disney's Hollywood Studios more enjoyable and relaxing, as guests no longer need to be inside the park each morning to request a boarding group for the first virtual queue opportunity. But doesn't this mean people are going to double dip? How? Like, try to? Double? You can't. You, you can't. can only... You are only allowed one boarding group a day. So, oh, so if you it, can't you can't go and do the seven AM and then try again to put two? Yeah, that's what I was asking. I, I don't think so. I mean you can definitely I I don't know of anybody who's tried it, but from what I understood, you can only get on one per day. Okay. And I mean it's easy to track. So this excites me because I'm kinda glad I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn just to sit around in a park. Try to figure out breakfast in that park and everything. I mean, we when I did it, it was when the park was... You had to be there at 7, I want to say. And you got there, or it was either 7 or 9, and you get there and it's pitch black. I was able to get my boarding group. And then I didn't know what to do with myself. Because everything after you got your boarding group was hour and a half waits. Like Tower of Terror, all the good rides were, were waits because everybody got there so early they wanted to get on something after they waited so long. After realizing I wasn't going to get on an attraction after getting my boarding pass, we went to go find breakfast and like everything was packed. So I, I kind of, I hope this makes that experience a lot better that I don't have to rush first thing in the morning to a park. On some Disney Cruise Line news, Disney Cruise Line has extended the suspension of all new departures through 2020 due to COVID-19 and extension to the previous December 6th date. It's because of COVID. We all had a feeling that this was going to happen, and hopefully cruising will be back to normal eventually, sooner rather than later. I mean, we still have a credit that we haven't booked yet, so... <laughs> we have a credit and a placeholder. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to all that, so we'll figure it out. The Lotus Blossom Cafe has returned with limited operation at the China Pavilion in Epcot. Operating hours are Friday through Sunday, 12 to 9 p.m., and the nearby Nine Dragons table service is remained closed for right now. And according to Disney's website, Epcot Spice Robe Table is halting reservations effective December 10th. It's the table service restaurant in Morocco, and it will soon be under control of Disney as they switch over from Morocco to a Disney-owned entity. And although reservations will stop, Disney expects the restaurant to remain open. And if you haven't heard, you can get a magic shot with Baby Yoda over in Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to need this. My friend did it. It looked really cute. <laughs> Definitely doing this. 
and you have to either have an AP with the memory maker or just buy the picture with a memory maker. You mean buy memory maker as a package? That's what it says. Okay. Oh, so for those of you who don't know, memory maker automatically comes with most of your annual passes. I think gold and above. Anything under that, you can actually purchase it. You can purchase it. I think it's $110 but I'm not positive. Or if you're going with a group of rooms, you can maybe chip in for just one. I There's ways to do it where you can get it, but I just, I, we have the annual pass, so. Yeah, it's been a while for you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kate. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Just get it done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get at least one pinkies up. I'm sure it's not the last one for the night. Oh, I'm sure. It's just the beginning. On to some TV news. ABC will still present the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day celebration this year, despite the ongoing COVID-19 restrictions that have greatly impacted the parks. The special is still in the planning process, but it's likely to include highlights from previous years mixed with some new elements. The holiday special is a collaboration by Disney Parks, ABC, currently scheduled to air at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Friday on Christmas Day. On to some Epcot transportation news. Friendship boats have returned to the Epcot area resort hotels at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Woo-hoo. Plastic screens have been installed in between seating rows, similar to that found on Kilimanjaro Safari vehicles. Services available from Epcot area to resort hotels to both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hotels included in the service are Yacht Club, Beach Club, Disney's Boardwalk, and Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. Which is kind of interesting when you heard, when you think about how they're going away from the Disney bus transportation. Yeah, for Swan and Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Operations begin one hour before park opening for Disney's Hollywood Studios and 30 minutes prior to opening for Epcot. At the end of the day, the boats will run until about one hour after regular park close. And on to some really cool news. Jingle Cruise is back at Magic Kingdom, and Yay. this, I don't think anybody expected this to actually happen, because it, it was really quiet. Nobody, it kind of just snuck in, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, Jingle Cruise, so I'm really excited about this. This is, this was, this will make my Magic Kingdom day a lot better. I love the Jingle Cruise. I like it both ways. All right, and now on to our main topic. It's holiday tasty treats, just for the parks. Not the Epcot Festival of the Holidays menu because they have not been announced yet. So we just want to make that clear that this is just going to be pretty much everything besides Epcot. Mm-hmm. It's Epcot has a few snacks, but it's just all the parks, just the main not treats. Festival stuff. Yeah, non-festival. Okay. So over at Magic Kingdom, we have Twice Upon a Cupcake. And this is a confetti Christmas tree tops with a vanilla cupcake and a red velvet hidden Mickey available at the Main Street Bakery from November 6th to December 30th. The Let It Snow Taco is a sugar cookie taco shell filled with salted caramel and spiced chocolate mousse. This is going to be available at Pico's Builds, and this is also from November 6th to December 30th. An Orange Bird Christmas, which is an orange-scented white chocolate mousse filled with orange curd, um, available at Sunshine Tree Terrace November 6th to December 30th. Chip and Dale's Christmas Churros. These are going to be ginger red churros topped with apple pie filling and chocolate chips. November 6th to December 30th. Available at Westward Ho. Oh, no. I always say this word wrong. Pistachio. <laughs> pistachio chai tea float. And this is pistachio. Pita- pista- <laughs> yep. Ooh, pistachio soft serve. I'm in. 
<laughs> Spice chai tea and a red velvet cake top ornament available at Aloha Isle November 6th to December 30th. I might let you know how this is. Yes, I love, especially pistachio gelato. Yum. Yeah, it, it is one of my favorite ice creams, and it's one of my favorite nuts. I want that orange bird Christmas. Yeah, that looks super cute. And over at Disney Hollywood Studios, they have a frozen salted caramel hot chocolate, which is frozen salted caramel hot chocolate topped with marshmallows, green sugar, and a chocolate drizzle served with a souvenir, Mickey Glow, available at Pizza Rizzo, Backlot Express, ABC Commissary, and Rosie's All-American Cafe, November 6th to January 4th. Then you have Mickey's Holiday Cookie, which is a vanilla butter cookie enrobed with white chocolate and sugar snowflakes. And that's at the Commissary Rosie's All-American Cafe, November 6th to January 4th. Then they have the Holiday Whoopie Pie, which is a red velvet whoopie pie filled with a classic cream cheese. And that's at the Trolley Car Cafe and Backlot Express, November 6th to January 4th. Then we have Olaf's Snow Flurry, yellow cupcake, with vanilla buttercream, snow flurry sugar, and Olaf glow. And that's at Rosie's All-American Cafe, November 6th to January 4th. Where is Rosie's All-American Cafe? It's the, it's like a stand. It's over by Tower yeah, of okay. Terror. Okay. So over at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, you have a white chocolate peppermint cream cheese mousse. It's white chocolate peppermint cream cheese mousse with peppermint sauce and chocolate cookie crumbles. Available at Satuli Canteen, December 20th to January 2nd. A menagerie cupcake. Gingerbread cupcake with cream cheese frosting top of the white chocolate bear. Available at Creature Comforts, Flame Tree Barbecue, and Restaurantosaurus from December 1st to the 30th. A pumpkin ice cream sandwich. It's a vanilla ice cream sandwich between two pumpkin cookies decorated with fall sprinkles. Available at Dinobite Snacks from November 1st to the 30th. And Santa Mickey Moose. White chocolate peppermint mousse dome on a brownie base, snowflake sprinkles, and chocolate Mickey ears available at Creature Comforts from December 1st to January 2nd. Over back in Epcot, we have the spiked spiked frozen apple pie. This is old smoky apple pie moonshine with Minute Maid apple juice and cinnamon available (laughs) at Block and Hans, and that's available for you right now to December 31st. We have the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays sneak peek maple... Bouche. Bouche de Noel. And that's maple mousse and cranberry rolled in a gingerbread chiffon cake. This actually looks really good. Um, that's all they have in Epcot right now. And we will be sharing our annual foodie guide to the Taste of Epcot International, where we pick a food item and a drink item from each booth. Um, hopefully, once the menus are actually posted for that, we will be able to figure that out. I have heard a lot of talk about this item at Carmel Couche. It's like gingerbread cookies with like cream cheese ice cream or something like along those lines. People I'll say it's, people say it's amazing. I don't know. People keep asking me the recipe for it. I'm like, they didn't advertise the recipe. Don't have it. <laughs> I, I'll, if you remind me, I'll try to remember to look for it. But I can't promise anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to do something a little bit different. We really don't talk about no. a lot of things on Disney+. Plus. What do you mean, no? We never do. Talk- True. No, we and we never, ever just, talk we about We just had that Star one Wars. episode about stuff we watched on Disney+, Plus, but that was it. Yeah, but 
And we almost never talk about Star Wars, Kate. Have you seen all the movies? Mm, yes. 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 I'm going <laughs> to say yes. But probably... <laughs> I, I haven't seen the one with Natalie Portman. Was she in one or two of them? She, she was, was in, in three. three. Okay. I don't think I saw <laughs> one or two of those, but I saw all the other ones. Okay. Those aren't the good ones anyway, so yeah. you're, you're excused. <laughs> but her character was also in Clone Wars. Uh, to, be, to be fair, I just only asked her about movies. I didn't ask her about other TV shows. <laughs> That's a negative, <laughs> except for The Mandalorian. <laughs> but let's preface this with some spoilers. So if you don't want to know, if you haven't watched it yet, yeah. stop listening now. If you And this is only going to be talking about the first episode of, of the, the new newest season. season. My friend yes. woke up at 6 a.m. on that day it came out just to watch it. I was like, you, she's, she's um, Baby Yoda obsessed. She posts Baby Yoda memes, like, all day. <laughs> I believe Sarah Ford woke up at midnight to download yeah. and watch it. Oh, wow. <laughs> we'll be waking up extra early just so we can watch it on the plane. Are you serious? Yeah, so we can download and watch it on the plane. That's a good idea, I guess. So, at this point, the three of us have watched it. So, what are your overall thoughts of it, of the start of it so far, you think? I love that Timothy Oliphant is part of the yes. cast. Sorry, Casey, he's mine. It's not I yours. I knew you wouldn't he's say mine. that. <laughs> I've always liked him. He's so funny. I just, I'm just I glad just... that they're, they're getting more named actors in as well. Like, and not as, like, just short little cameos. Because I would love to see more of Migna Wen. But I don't know if she's coming back. But she's one of my favorite all-time actors in general. I love that Amy Sedaris is in it. You yes. don't even know it's her. Yeah, I was like, I know I know her. Who is that? And at the end, it showed her name. I'm like, oh. <laughs> what did you think of the storyline so far, though? Okay, so me and Marsh had opposite opinions. I didn't really like this first episode. He loved Why? it. Why? I didn't like it. I thought it was boring because all they were doing was chasing that monster thing. And it was the most disgusting piece of cinema I've ever seen with that throw up scene. It was just with the acid or whatever. It was so freaking like foul and disgusting. Yeah. I was like, ew. <laughs> Did the, it really need the, to go that far with it? <laughs> the first episode of a season is usually a setup for the whole mm -hmm. season. And if you're... A Star Wars fan, the fact that they went back to Tatooine. That's what Marsh explained to me. He's like, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you see the Marshal wearing Boba Fett's armor. Yes. And then cut to the end of the episode where the actor who played Jango Fett is standing there. I mean, one can only hope and believe that Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit and he's he been hiding out on Tatooine for all this time. He did survive the Sarlacc pit. He did survive the start like that. But talking to a bunch of people and a bunch of friends that they're kind of split 50-50 on who they want it to be. Some people want it to be Boba Fett. Some people want it to be Rex, Captain Rex from Clone Wars. But either way, it's a clone that survived, whether it's Boba or another clone. Okay. Now, the only reason why I would say against Captain Rex, unless they're that's the way they're going to end up bringing Ahsoka, it's not going to make sense. That's, that's what I was thinking. That's going to be how they bring Ahsoka back in, is if that is Captain Rex. 
I mean, for those of you who don't know, and I hope that's not too much of a spoiler, but we know Ahsoka was cast for this season. I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head. Rosario Dawson. That's it. So I'm very excited about seeing Ahsoka. I can't wait for her to show up on the screen. This is the first time we're going to get a live action Ahsoka. I actually felt the story was very, very Western feeling. Like, it was true, like, we got to get the team together and everybody has to join forces to destroy this one thing and we'll bargain just to make this happen. It just, it felt like the good guys and the bad guys getting together to fight the big bad. Well, that's what Dave Filoni and John Favreau had said the whole time when they were making the show. They wanted to be like a space western. But but to me, this felt like a western western. Well, yeah, because the marshal running the town. Yeah, just this this was the closest. Like it wasn't like the spaceship like fighting aliens in space or anything like that. This honestly felt like you could replace some of this stuff, and it would still be a good western. I mean, how they even almost had a duel. They almost sure. had a draw in the middle of the saloon. Yes, that's right. So what was your favorite part of this episode, Kate, besides the, uh, well, the, sn- the worm spitting acid all over everything? The last time we watched, the, like last season, we didn't watch it until it was almost over. And so we binged most of it. So I was expecting for all the episodes to be there to binge. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man. Uh, I know. That's the suckiest part about Disney+. Plus. But I like it because it gives us an opportunity to kind of talk about it and digest the episode a little bit better. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was, I don't know anybody's name, but when they were trying to kill the monster and the, the guy like flew away, I guess it's Mandalorian. Mando. No. Or, was Mando the, didn't or if it was Timothy Oliphant. It was Timothy Oliphant. Man, okay. Mando hit his jetpack and made him... Yeah, that's what I thought. And I was like, I can't... I, I'm not a Star Wars person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, the way they killed the worm was too obvious. If you played any video game ever, you always know you feed the big bad the dynamite, and then he explodes. Or becomes weak. It's every video game. Marsh talked the whole time. He's like, you know it's not dead. Like, the first time they tried to kill it. I was like, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) I enjoyed the fact that they actually delved a little deeper into Tusken Raiders and kind of made them have more of a story than just, you know, a raiding population. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, um, that Disney actually hired uh, one of the Tusken Raiders was actually a deaf person. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I read taught that. Too. everybody that sign language. Now, was that American sign language or just sign language for the show? I'm not sure. That I'm not okay. sure. I was just curious if anybody knew. I don't know sign language enough to know. Yeah, they might have just uh, created a a sign language for that specific episode. Which would make sense. I I like that they were giving us a little bit more of the Tusken Raiders instead of just that they were pillaging and uh, stealing people. Yeah, they actually have like a a culture and like all the, the language and all this stuff. And even their own rules and their own morals. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about what this story arc, where the story arc is going right now? Like, how do you feel that he now has to take Baby Yoda to his people? And what, do you think he's going to take him to other Baby Yodas or Yodel-type creatures? Or he's going to take him to the Force? Or is he going to take him to a Jedi? Or is he going to take him to a Sith? Wow, you thought a lot about this. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a Star Wars to. fan. This is the <laughs> stuff we're yeah, thinking about. I, I actually thought about this too, and I, I think I kind of like where the storyline's going because I think it's going to open up more of the Star Wars universe, and we'll see more planets that we're familiar with. Like, I mean, I'm sure eventually he's going to find himself to Kashyyyk or maybe even, um, you know, Hoth or something. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's going to end up bringing him to some Jedi. Just okay. from what in the last season, the armor yeah. told him about the people, the Jedi people. I, I think he's going to bring him to Jedi. the Jedi as well. I'm just wondering how or who. Actually, who is the better question? Because we don't have many Jedi. And is that why they're bringing Ahsoka in now? That's what I'm thinking. He's going to find us. Somehow they're going to cross paths with Ahsoka. And... But Ahsoka's not technically a Jedi. No, she's not. She's had the Force, but she's not a Jedi. Yes. So. I heard wah 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 wah. <laughs> Kate's blinking at us. <laughs> it was your idea to talk about the show. <laughs> I know. I hey, I'm there for the non-Star Wars okay. experts. So, so I'm going to ask you an honest question. As a non-Star Wars person, besides Marsh, what brings you back to watching this show? I did really like last season. So even though I'm not a huge Star Wars person, I was highly entertained last season. Okay. So, but that's, that, that speaks a lot to the show because it is a truly entertaining show. I mean, after Tim and I finished watching it, I honestly just turned to him and said, it's still sit on the edge of your seat television. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Marsh didn't know who directed it when his name popped up. He was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We apologize that you cannot defend yourself right now, Cinder Marsh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So does anybody else have anything they want to add about The Mandalorian? I'm just excited to see where this season is going to take us. Yeah. Creatures. I mean, because we got R5. Yes, which was awesome to see. Oh, we didn't say they have the new Baby Yoda dessert at Emirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cute looking. I don't know if I'd get it. Yeah. Because I'd feel bad about eating it. You need to get the pistachio thing and report back on that. Oh, I (laughs) was like a limited limit of 40 a day. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's hardly any. Yeah. It's none when you really think about it. I mean, how many people walk through that area? Yeah, you it's have to go right at open. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are staying at um, Saratoga. Saratoga Springs, but still, it's on the other side, even from Saratoga Springs, I want to say. If we get up that early, we're headed to a park. We're not headed to Disney Springs. Story. Yeah. All right. So why don't you chop guys who are listening? Why don't you hop on to our webpage over at the Facebook groups? You can look at us, look us up under Mousellaneous and you'll be able to comment on our Amando talk for the week. Maybe we'll make this a weekly topic. We'll see. All right. And Tim has the recipe this week. So take it away, Tim. I found this one from the Disney family website it's a mini's holiday parfaits we'll keep it holiday themed since we're talking about holiday desserts so for this recipe you need a red gelatin dessert whipping cream sugar red food coloring a dull knife shallow dish two mixing bowls vanilla sliced strawberries serving spoons and some optional ingredients they list are green sprinkles 
uh, green decorating sugar, holiday-themed ribbon, kiwi slices, and candy canes. And I'll, I'll give you those tips on what to do with those optional ingredients after we talk about how to make the original dish. So prepare one or more boxes of the red gelatin dessert, whichever flavor you, you prefer. Pour it into a shallow dish and refrigerate it for 30 to 40 minutes until it's set. Slice fresh strawberries to layer in the parfaits. And it says to reserve a pair of the best, most evenly shaped slices for each dessert, and they can serve as Minnie's signature hair bow. <laughs> hmm. Whip heavy cream until it forms soft peaks, adding sugar and vanilla to taste. Separate half of the whipped cream into a second bowl and stir in a drop or two of red food coloring to give it a pleasantly mini-ish pink color. Remove the jello from your refrigerator and use a dull butter knife to cut it into rough one-quarter inch grids. When you scoop the jello, this will help it come out in moderately uniform shapes. Arrange dessert glasses in a row on your counter. Old-fashioned malt shop soda glasses or dessert dishes are great because they offer more room for your layers. And they say it's also more durable and easier for small party goers. So start the parfait with a small scoop of mini pink whipped cream at the bottom of the glass, then a layer of red jello. Spoon in a layer of mini pink whipped cream, then a few slices of strawberries. Add a second layer of jello, then whipped cream. Continue alternating layers until the glasses are full and finishing with the plain whipped cream. The optional part with the mini ears is select two slices of strawberry and stand them up in the whipped cream on top of the parfait with their tips just touching to represent Minnie's iconic bow. Now, as far as the optional ingredients, it says you can rim the glasses cocktail, cocktail style with green decorated sugar and garnish each with uh, one or more candy canes. You can alternate the layers of strawberries with kiwis, and you can wrap the stems of the glass with bright holiday ribbons. You can have a lot of fun with this dessert, it seems. It sounds cute. It does sound cute. Who doesn't like jello? It sounds very cute. There's always room for jello. Mm -hmm. I have some in my fridge. <laughs> Ooh, aren't you fancy? I like strawberry jello. I jello in a lot of time. Strawberry jello would probably work the best for this, I think. Yeah. I agree. Last time in my Jello, it had alcohol in it, so yeah. <laughs> I agree with that as well. And that's it. All right. Well, that sounds awesome. So, before we wrap tonight's episode up, I'm just gonna say again, thank you for listening, and please, 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 it's been over a year since we've had a review. <laughs> We're begging you. <laughs> <laughs> We will pay you. Well, let's not get crazy. We're not like some of these other groups that Kate will, will pay, pay you. you. Kate will pay you. Uh, no. In cuttings from her dog's hair. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah, please rate, review, please. Maybe we'll be able to read your name and review on a future podcast. So if you get it in, let's get it done. We really appreciate the time it takes. And we don't have a problem giving you all a shout out. So please review if you get a chance. And that is going to do it for us for this evening. So we look forward to seeing you all next week. You all have a good night. And thanks for listening.
sweets for your sweet tooth. I want like candy. Yummy, 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 yummy. Satisfying and delicious. I want like candy. Yummy, 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 yummy. Holiday cookies. 